This is Psychopsychic, the recorded notes of Dr. Algernon featuring her associates. Episode 2. Alright, so now I'm looking at what I have on Lorelai C. Curtis right now. I also got a brief, brief phone interview about her past. So she was born in 1977 in Minnesota, a town not far from Lake Superior called Isabella. When she was eight, her mother passed away from what appears to be a heart attack, or just an unfortunate blunder with a feather boa. Over the phone, she was willing to tell me that her mother was the first ghost that she had ever seen. After that, she started seeing them everywhere, as she does now, apparently. Then she turned 17 and her father died in a fatal accident. Uh, she said that she had seen her father and mother as spirits only once after that. They said, hasta la vista, baby, and then she had never seen them again. She went and lived with her aunt in Castle Danger. The summer she turned 18, she moved here to California, and she started working odd jobs. She got married when she was about 22, and then a little more than a year after that, and several years of living in separate states, they had gotten a divorce for what was apparently adultery on her husband's part. Although, I don't see how you can call it adultery when it's with a choir boy. <laughs> You get <clears throat> oh god sorry um anyways um it was after that when she moved to roseville and here she is no real criminal record except for a few tickets parking and otherwise and a couple of misunderstandings including the time she had hit stephen king with her car and that she was interviewed on the local news about the restaurant you could bring your cat to and implicated she knew taco from grave robbing for morons you know that old 80s vhs tape no violent crime whatsoever, though, unless you count that Stephen King thing, which is odd, especially since she's the suspect for such a violent murder. I'd imagine her to have some kind of former arrests as far as assault, but it looks like her record is actually clean. Oh, uh, just give me one moment, I guess. Okay. So, I didn't manage to record the phone call in any way, but earlier this evening, Lorelai C. Curtis had contacted me to arrange another meeting. In the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere. Okay, I know, it sounds idiotic. I did watch it. I know how stupid it is. But I did manage to contact my old partner to let him know that if I had not given him a secret safety phrase by noon tomorrow, then I was most likely dead in this very woods at the hands of the woman I'm investigating. So at least if I die, they would have enough to put her away, right? My fellow agent's response to this was to laugh and state that this is why they stuck you with all the weird dangerous cases before you just dump into them and hope for death, which then caused me to rethink my entire life decision. But anyways, I'm about to meet her out here for whatever super psychic thing she has planned. I'll keep recording. And a uh, note to self, I have to ask for those old agent's files next time I talk to him. I was thinking you might not show up, Mallory. Are you kidding? A dark night in a spooky forest with an accused violent killer? What more could a girl want? Your sarcasm doesn't hide the fact that you're scared. Who said I was trying to hide it? So why have you brought me here? You are a person who would rather see things to believe them. So I had to think about the most active place I know and bring you here to prove a point. Where exactly are we? It seems like just some random national park to me. For now it does. We're at the outskirts of Errolflynn's mansion. Said to be haunted by cowboys of the past, if you know what I mean. Hollywood stars, and of course, the occasional demon. Mostly teenagers, but same thing. 
And you can see all of these? I'd be surprised if you couldn't see the teenagers. They're not all here, I assure you. It's a shadow person would, dark and human figures bent on causing chaos and eventually leading to human deaths. They materialize from nowhere, slipping through time and space like ink spills that fade into smoking mounds of what they think is human. They can do anything, make you hear things, make you see things, reach into your body and squeeze organs, as if you were nothing but an anatomy doll left unwatched by the professor. They're dangerous, deadly, and not very different from the runaways. So you brought me here? Yep. Listen, Miss Curtis, I didn't think the violent killer thing would insult you so much, but I am sorry for any offensive thing that caused you to drag me all the way out here to get punched by some runaway teen with bad acne. Scared, Dr. Algernon? <laughs> you wish. Scared of the animals that could be in there, the people that could be wandering around? Maybe I'd be more scared if you didn't wax poetry about ink people. Sure. Well, are you ready to go in? I hope we know the trails in here. You know, you do have a very nice way of describing things. Were you an English major? Well, I think you already know that. Well, I wanted to hear it from you than a piece of paper. I wanted to be, but I never got a chance. I only just now decided to get back into the education system, but now... Well, now I'm a killer in the eyes of the public, and that's not an option for me anymore. It probably never will be, until I change my name. I hope I came this far in the middle of the night and at least get a spleen squeezed. I wouldn't say that if I were you. Well, I mean, it'd be good evidence. Well, I mean, not really. I could easily explain it as cramps, a stomachache, things like that. And I mean, like, they already say I've been touched by an angel. Why not throw some shadow person on there, too? It'd be pretty dope. Did you just say dope? It probably shows my age. Why do they say you've been touched by an angel? Right. Well, I retired so early because during a hostile situation with a suspect, I had been shot. Almost died, then died on the table, heart stopped and everything. But here I am, living my best life. That's very significant, you know. They say- I know what they say. They all said it after I woke up. That I was closer to the spirit world than any other human and all that garbage. Could start to see and hear ghosts, things like that. But I haven't, so there you go. Wait. Stop. What? What? What in the sweet hell is that? You can see that? Of course I can't. Hello? What's going on in there? They heard you. What What do you mean they heard me? The campers down the way heard that I said dope and decided it was time to say hello? Some cougar decided that a retired FBI agent sounded good for dinner and pranced himself down here? That could be a dangerous person over there, Miss Curtis, and- It is a dangerous animal, but not a living one. The more scared you are, the more it'll want you. What are you talking about? I'm not scared. I'm perfectly fine. My ears. God, what? That that startled me, okay? That was way more than startled. That was terrified. And you should have been. You were just rushed by a shadow person. Lucky for you, you didn't run away. Your energy properly defended you. Somehow. Why did you have to push me? My shoulder. It was for your safety, Lorelai. I thought we were about to get beaten up by some angry teenager. Anyways, we should probably get going. Call the cops, maybe. So, you got spooked by a shadow person who you don't believe in? I was just asking if you could fix whatever is up with my phone. 
maybe if you scream at a high enough decibel like you did in this recording, it'll shake something loose. Of course, screaming at machines always works. What'd you see in there? I told you, just a shadow. It was probably my mind seeing things in the darkness, and there just so happened to be a raccoon or something running by. Did you get anything from her after that? No. Now she won't stop talking about the whole connection to the spirit world thing, but I think she's warming up to me. You know, you might want to look into, like, a tape recorder or something. A tape recorder? Where am I going to find one of those? The thrift store? Or Amazon. Either way, they're supposed to be more dependable with spooky things. The only spooky thing about this whole case is how loud I can scream. That was Psycho Psychic, the podcast produced, written, and edited by Kayla Josephson. The part of Lorelai C. Curtis was played by Madison Santiago Davis. The part of Clark Brisbane was played by Aziz Blackburn. And the part of Mallory Algernon was played by Kayla Josephson. A special thanks to Robin Josephson and Zoe Lynch for their creative input, along with Madison Santiago Davis. And a big thanks to the Mort Park FTVM department and Michael Grimes and Jason Beaton for creating a space where I could sit and record this podcast. And thank you all for listening.